The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, today, apparently National Sandwich Day. So our reporter Sheila Nocton took to the streets to ask people what their favourite filling is. Ham and cheese toasty. Every time. Uh, butter and sugar. Oh yes, uh, brown sauce. Carol as well. On its own. Mm-hmm. Sweet chilli chicken. I don't like sandwiches. They taste weird. It's from my country, Spain. Uh, jamón serrano with cheese uh, curado. <laughs> do you have better sandwiches than we do? I think so, yeah. I would use a lot of things, so like really loud, a lot of things, hummus, cheese, lettuce, uh, a lot of things on the fridge, and I would r- do a really big one. I'm really boring, it's just a cheese salad sandwich. Like lettuce, cucumber, onion, pepper. Just, yeah, cheese salad sandwich. Uh, bacon, egg and cheese. Toasted or the way it is? The way it is. <laughs> I'm not the sandwich girl. <laughs> Ham and tomatoes. Banana. Mashed up, yes, with sugar. Yeah, tuna with the mayonnaise. Yeah, tuna sandwich. Uh, I'd have to say a turkey sandwich. Stuffing, everything in it. Perfect. Bit of cranberry sauce, lovely. Oh, a very Christmassy sandwich there. Less than eight weeks to Christmas. Ashling Larkin, I know, very, very excited about that uh, countdown already happening. The TV chef and the mindful eating coach. Uh, where, where does the sandwich come from? When do we start eating sandwiches? Oh, first recipes started appearing in cookbooks about 1900s. But before that, we had a gentleman by the name of John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich. He was a politician. He was a businessman. He was an alleged gambler. And uh, he liked to spend quite a lot of hours at the gambling table. Okay. Didn't like to leave because obviously it was crucial gameplay. So he requested plates of bread with cold cuts of meat, slices of roast beef. Um, And then he started to put the roast beef between the two slices of bread. And this is kind of where it started to appear from. And then he kind of, you know, a bit of a reputation. He was like a bit of an early day influencer. And people started to follow his lead, even as much as King George III, his wife and their 15 children, began to start bringing sandwiches everywhere they went. So the Earl of Sandwich gave his name to the sandwich and not the other way around. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, What then makes a good sandwich? What's the difference between bang average and truly great? Like, I love a good sandwich. Okay. I would eat sandwiches for you probably three meals a day if I could get away with it sometimes. But it has to be a good sandwich, which is... You're talking about quality, quality in terms of the bread, quality in terms of the filling, quality in terms of where the ingredients came from. If you can do local, if you can do seasonal, amazing. And I think clever pairings. So you do want a little bit of interest in your layers, you know, in terms of texture. You do want something a little bit creamy. Mm -hmm. You maybe want a little bit of crunch. You want something that's a little bit bright or zingy. Maybe it's a little bit of lemon or a little bit of parsley. And you want something then that's that meaty bite, be it that it is meat or cheese or tuna or egg or, you know, the protein, I suppose, in the sandwich. So what are the component parts then for you in a sandwich? What does every sandwich have to include? You've got to start with your bread. Okay. You've then got to have your spread. You've got to have your filling. Um, And then you've got anything else that you want in between. But I suppose when you get like something as simple as a good bread, be it that it's a bagel, a brioche, the old white sliced pan, um, you're talking then they're kind of the basics. So if you want something that's going to be Good enough to hold, not going to fall apart if you put mayonnaise or, you know, some sauce, relish, whatever it is on it. And you want something that's going to be able to hold all the filling in. Um, you want something that's going to cut really well. You don't want to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, you want something that's going to hold on to the filling on the inside. So, yeah, like you've got so many different options for bread. I think before we were probably restricted to the old sliced pan. We yeah. are no Wider longer... Brown. 
Yeah, brown always. But there is there is a place for white. And what I will say is like... Us Crisp Irish, sandwiches no, should always yeah. be in white bread. Always white always. bread. Always real butter. They are probably the quintessential hangover cure. I they're, think. Well, they're also the quintessential Irish sandwich, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Maybe a breakfast roll. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we roll. have the same kind of sandwich legacy in this country that they do in other countries. No, we don't. We don't. And I mean, if you're to culturally judge us on our sandwiches and you mm. go crisp sandwich, breakfast roll and funeral sandwich. Well, like that's not great for us now. I'm not sure a funeral is a funeral sandwich is just a thing we eat. At fun- it's not a specific thing, is it? Well, I mean, it's a triangle sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's Triangle-y based on white sandwiches, bread maybe. and it had, can only have basic fillings, probably like yeah, having cheese in it. I'm not sure it it rivals in the cultural significance like croque madames. I, I don't think it does. No. It definitely doesn't. No. Uh, what about other sandwiches from around the world? Yeah, if, if we go to France, um, we have the croque madame, the croque monsieur. So this is our classic, kind of where the toasted cheese sandwich came from, I suppose. And actually, if you get a really classic back in like 1910 Paris, they claim that a kind of a basic ham and cheese sandwich left beside a radiator and the heat of the radiator tended to melt the cheese. And this is where the sandwich came from. Now, I mean, I wouldn't question the food poisoning risks associated with hot ham and a sandwich. Possibly in school, a lot of us dealt with when we had an old ham sandwich in the lunchbox beside the radiator. But this is where croque monsieur came from. The difference between that and a regular toasty is you have this beautiful creamy bechamel sauce that's on the inside of it. Um, And then you slather butter on the outside and then pan fry it. Um, Croque madame goes a step further where we put a fried egg Mm. on top. So it's really, really luscious. So I have sandwiches or some version of sandwiches then spread all around the world. I mean, there's obviously all kind of the US, it's like Rubens and Philly steak sandwiches and all all of this or cheesesteak sandwiches. When you were in New York, did you have a good sandwich? Um, Home of the good sandwiches. Yeah, I had an okay sandwich. I thought it would be nicer actually in a cafe up kind of up in the Upper East Side. Okay. It was a bit of a, it was too expensive for what I got actually. Well, it is very I felt expensive. It is very expensive, but um, no, I felt a little shortchanged by my Oof. sandwich. Yeah, I should have gone to one of the kind of classic New York diners got a Reuben or something yeah. like that. See the cops coming out. Yeah, all cream of that. Cheese. Yeah, should have yeah. done that. But listen, you don't have enough time in New York to you do don't. everything. You don't. You, you need have to, to do. But back. I mean, are there kind of do do Japan? That's kind of Southeast Asia. Do they all have their own sa- unique sandwiches? Yeah. So Japan classically has a katsu, and actually, I've brought you a katsu sandwich. All right. Which one taste. is katsu? So this one here is our katsu. So this is a pork katsu. Now, every single recipe we're going to talk about, I have put up on the homepage on my oh, website, ashleymartin.ie. What's in this? That is pork. It's been slowly marinated in um, a kind of a spicy Korean sauce. We're kind of, yeah, mm. yeah. You've got miso in there. You've got rice wine vinegar. You've got soya sauce. So that's slow cooked. You can put a breadcrumb on it, panko it, bake it or fry it in the oven. Then I did a slaw and the slaw is like a miso satay peanut butter slaw. So you've got mm. a little bit of shredded cabbage, shredded carrot in there, peanut butter, miso, rice wine vinegar, soya sauce. Um, and what I did was through the middle of it, there's a big line of um, crispy pork crackling. Yeah, I was going to say there's a great crunch. Yeah. Just to kind of get that oomph mm. out of the sandwich. So that's a really, it's a really interesting one. And actually in Japan, they've even taken this trend of um, a katsu sandu and they, they do like a dessert version. So it's basically really almost like a sweet brioche kind of bread, layer with jam, layer with cream. Then they, strawberries in the middle, they pack it down, put it in the fridge so to nice. chill and it turns into a cake. Yeah. Um, so that's a really, really nice one. And it's that classic kind of katsu, um, katsu curry. Actually, really interesting one talking of sweet sandwiches. In Amsterdam, um, they have a sandwich that's called Hagelschlag. What's a Hagelschlag? <laughs> it is what's given to kids for Schlag. breakfast. <laughs> anyway, it, too many jokes coming at me. 
anyway, it's go really on. You easy. can go on before it's I... It's really, really easy. We were um, Amsterdam a couple of years ago and I saw this. So there was, the, you know, the classic hotel. There was the toaster, there was the bread. It's basically white bread. Yeah. Um, you can either put butter, which okay. is classic, or Nutella. And then you put sprinkles on top. Sprinkles? Yeah. And this is what kids get for their breakfast. Oh. Now, studies will tell you that they have some of the best rates of like low childhood obesity and healthy children eating, eating all that. So my recommendation, I suppose my take on that is that it's all about a little bit of balance, isn't it? And it's about a little bit of kind of understanding that, you know what, you can have a little bit of joy with food, which is really, really nice. And Tommy says, simple sandwiches, white bread, butter, egg and onion. I'd go with that. Yeah. Somebody else said, John in Dublin, hard to beat a carvery sandwich. Oh, oh. oh right. John. We've got a carvery. Go on. Which one? Here we go. This one over here. The far one. Yeah. Okay. That one. Carvery sandwich. John, I hope you are listening. What is in this? Now, John, we've kind of, we've gone a little bit exciting with this one. Fancy carvery. This is smoked. There's crisps in here. Smoked Wagyu beef. This yeah. is this is good. Mm. We have got crisps, we've got cheddar and we've got a little bit of, you know, like classic kind of carvery hotel. They do like a red cabbage, a braised red cabbage. Mm. So this is like a braised red cabbage, slaw, horseradish, your smoked beef and your cheese and a couple of crisps thrown in for good measure. Isn't that really good? That is so good. I know. John in Dublin, you've got to get your hands on this. It's really, really good. I have the recipe up online. So it's basically kind of taking... Like a roast dinner, a carvery dinner, a roast beef dinner and putting it in a sandwich. And we go to the trouble on Sundays of cooking these big elaborate Mm. meals. Let's have a fabulous lunch on a Monday after it. And sometimes you need a few old crisps in a sandwich just to jazz it up, I think, a little bit. Oh yeah, lovely crunching that as well from the crisps. So what else have we here? We have a classic, if we go to America again, we've got a New Orleans. So this is called a po' boy. So it's a prawn po' boy sandwich. So po' boy came from the word poor boy. So there was um, strike car drivers um, and the streetcar drivers strike back in 1929. And basically what happened was there was those sandwiches that were created for this. So this is quite Creole, um, Louisiana, kind of Cajun. So what you have is your prawns. And I just breaded those in a little bit of breadcrumbs, smoked paprika, and then actually roasted them off in the oven. So I didn't even deep fry them. Um, That's with a little bit of pickle tomato, iceberg lettuce and then a remoulade. So a remoulade is a very classic kind of French style mustard mayonnaise dressing but a little bit of the juice from you know like gherkins or pickles. Mm. So there's mayonnaise, mustard, Cajun, a little bit of the, the, the juice from the dill pickles in there mm. and that's what's make this creamy remoulade sauce that goes with it with the prawns. Yeah, that sauce is delicious. Isn't it? Yeah. It's really good and it's not too spicy but you get that little bit of the kick with the prawns which is really lovely. Mm. And what kind of bread is that? Ciabatta. Okay. Italian ciabatta. Another lovely one that uses an Italian bread is a muffaletta. So this is the one, it's basically this, another one that went to that part of America, to Louisiana. So it's a classic mm-hmm. kind of sesame seed bread. You stuff it with olives, martadello, salami, smoked cheese, emmental. It's like beautiful. Another gorgeous one. Oh, what's our last sandwich? One final sandwich. Oh my God. I'm getting your five a day into you with this, this one, like, right? You know, you can eat, in sandwiches are cut in tri- to triangles, you can eat as many of them totally. as you want. You could eat a hundred of them totally. if you get hungry. It's we an, could absolutely classify this as breakfast, that one lunch, yeah. and the next one dinner, and the last one a midnight snack. Exactly. So, a lot of times we've heard so much about avocado. Avocado yes. on toast, avocado. And we should probably, for a lot of reasons, be eating slightly less avocados for our carbon footprint, sustainability, deforestation, all We're of these things. not going to start now, though. We're not, no. Well, <laughs> I have. So what I've done is, this is a pea. Oh, so it's basically that's not avocado. No, it's not avocado. So oh. it's hummus that has peas and mint in it instead of all avocado. And again, this recipe is on my website, ashlandlarkin.ie, and I'll put everything up on my Instagram. So it's roast veggies. 
So there's roast uh, red peppers. There's mm. mushrooms. So you know those big mushrooms that we kind of rarely know what to do with? Yeah. The best way to cook them, oil, salt, roast them in the oven until they get this beautiful kind of umami, this depth of savouriness. Yeah. And then you've got the freshness and the brightness from the little bit of mint, the little bit of peas the in there. The mint and pea is lovely, isn't it? Really, really nice. And mm. like... Sometimes veggie sandwiches can be a little bit boring or you rely on a lot of mayonnaise in them to try and jazz them up. And actually, the hummus is the protein, so it's really, really filling and it's gorgeous. I think it's a really lovely way to get a vegetarian sandwich in. It is absolutely delicious. Um, I know there's still a lot of sandwiches here to go. I'm going to eat the rest of the carvery sandwich. You do that. That is so good. That is like, it really is. It is like your Sunday roast dinner with crisps in a sandwich. Couldn't John ask and for Dublin. more. What John in Dublin needs to do is to go to Ashling's social media channels at Ashling Larkin. You will find them. You will get all the details. Ashling, a pleasure as always. Thank you so much uh, for coming in to us. Uh, lots of to come in. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.